Welcome to episode 23 of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be reviewing Sausage Party, Pete's Dragon, and Indignation, as well as discussing the first full trailer for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Enjoy the show. Shut up and sit down. Ozzy, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm pre- pretty good. Um, what, what have you been watching lately, man? You know, just watching Sausage Party. You know, <laughs> all um, the movies that we're reviewing. All the movies that we're reviewing. <laughs> Obviously. Watching a little bit of Friends in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, starting to rewatch How I Met Your Mother, actually. It's pretty interesting. What is with you and rewatching things? I, I'm get, I tell you to watch crap all the time, and you're just like rewatching. You're like my sister. I tell you to watch Walking Dead. You don't watch well, Walking that, Dead. So. We, we've had that discussion on this podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> go screw yourself, man. <laughs> you know what? Screw you, Ozzy. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I've been watching some of the. I'm watching the Night of on HBO, which I told you to watch. We you actually like watched what the first half of an episode. I actually watched another half of that episode. Of- so like, you watched the first episode? No, like I watched another half of another episode. Like what is wrong was, with you? Because my mom was watching and was like, oh, what's this? Oh, and so your mom like, is the smart one in the household. <laughs> anyway. Like, I'm watching the show. It's really good. Are you watching it? I'm like, no, but Carl says, she's like, oh. Well, you should be watching it because I want to talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> I'll get to it, guys. No, you're not going to get to it. I'll get to it. <laughs> anyway. It's on my list. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's get to our first review here. Um... We're going to start with Sausage Party, because that's the movie we saw yesterday, yeah. and <laughs> I, I I almost wanted to put this one last, just because I think I needed a, even a little bit more time to process it. <laughs> um, I'm, like, after, after this movie, I wasn't quite sure how to deal with it. Um, the one thing I am sure about, which I posted this on Facebook and on Twitter, parents, any parents listening, please, I beg you. Do not let your children see this movie. Do not let them wiggle their way into seeing this movie. This is not your ordinary rated R movie at all, even though it's animated. Like, honestly, if it wasn't animated, it would be rated NC-17 at the least. So do not let your children see this. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from that. Not okay. <laughs> moving on from that. Let's get into our positives for Sausage Party. Ozzy, why don't you start us off? Um, I'm just going to say that the comedy in this movie is actually pretty good for the most part. It's pretty good for the most part. Um, yeah, I, I had some big laughs in this movie. Like they, they start off really strong where they got me and I was like, Oh my gosh. That was a good <laughs> yeah. Even though it was like borderline offensive. I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. Man. That's another thing you guys have to know about this movie. This movie offends the crap ton of people. We'll, we'll like, get they, there. I'll talk about that. But, um, yeah, I'll definitely agree. Like the the comedy, um, although a little inconsistent at times, which I'll get to, it's the, it has some big moments where I'm like, that was really funny, and a lot of the, um, and a lot of it. This is another one of my positives. Is a lot of it's clever. Like this is what kind of what I wanted from. I know this is a completely different movie, but Secret Life of Pets. I wanted more of the clever humor, playing with the idea of like these animals living you know and now this is playing like now you have this great concept of what if food 
was really conscious and we didn't know about it? What would they think about being in a grocery store and being picked up every day? Yeah. And they actually got into that and like messed with that idea. And I thought it was really the way they approached it was really clever. And it also said a lot. So continue on. What are more of your negatives? They gave the food great characterization. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. Like you ended up really caring for the relationships of the food <laughs> randomly yeah. too. But like, like that's <laughs> something that you wouldn't expect, but like you, you really did care for the relationships, uh, that this food, like you cared for this, for this, good for the sausage, for the sausage's life and you don't want him to die. You actually wanted him to end up with the bun. So <laughs> <laughs> it was good characters. I think that's what you're getting at. And I agree. Like they thought they developed their characters actually surprisingly well. Like there weren't many characters who are just like, Oh, this guy's just this or the, I mean, there's one, the villain, but even he, I thought he played his role rather well like mm-hmm. it was written pretty well yeah and the, served his purpose yeah and the chemistry in this movie between the characters is actually pretty good as well yeah um my last positive i guess i mean there's other there's a lot of great moments in this movie but one of my overarching positives i guess is just it, it touches on a lot of like it has a lot of social commentary in there mm-hmm. and it gets it to a lot of like actual serious topics like it it actually kind of pokes fun at religion and pokes fun at like um some of the political process and a lot of that kind of stuff and racial issues and actual world issues and it does it in kind of an overbearing way but at the same time it's done in a humorous way so it didn't bother me like there was a movie it came out earlier this year which i don't did you see zootopia no, I didn't see it. Okay. Um, I thought that was a little more overbearing, but it wasn't as comedic to where they were kind of poking fun at it. So it didn't, it, it kind of came off as overbearing. In this movie, like, yes, they get to those issues. And yes, you can tell that's what they're talking about. Yeah. But it's so over the top and comedic that it doesn't matter that you can tell that's what, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand okay. what you're saying. Did you notice it as we were watching it? Um, I did, but it wasn't to the point where it was like overbearing to me. Uh, that's what I'm saying because it was so they were doing it in a comedic comedic way. So yeah. it didn't like it was just like oh that's funny <laughs> because like that's how it is, you know. Yeah. Or in even like I didn't agree with some of the things that they were saying, and I was still like, hey, get your point across. I don't care because <laughs> that was funny. So <laughs> I mean, it doesn't that I I did really appreciate how they did that and how they approach some of those subjects. Yeah, it was. They had they had some pretty good moments in the movie. Um, when it came to that, another thing is they really put us in the position of the food. Like, I, That's like I'm glad you're bringing like, that up. Like, I felt that yeah. I was food. I'm sitting here just saying, "Oh crap, I don't want to get eaten." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't want to get eaten. <laughs> like, I felt like I was a little kid watching Jurassic Park again, and besides watching like these dinosaurs eat the crap out of us, I was like. I don't want to get eaten. I'm I'm here. <laughs> they so do a really great good. job of at times making it feel like a horror movie. Yes, <laughs> where you're like, oh, holy crap! <laughs> like if like if you you just imagine yourself like if you were in this position, of course it would seem like a horror movie. Like you're getting eaten alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! It, like and they again, like I said, that's kind of that humor where they get you based on the premise like and i think that's a great way to approach 
these kind of movies. Just take your great idea for a premise and then mess around with, like, what would that actually be like? Instead of just going with the lowbrow humor, which... I don't know if you have any more positives, but I think that transitions us into our negatives unless you have any more positives. No, that's it for positives when it comes to Okay, me. some of the humor in this movie, especially starting off early, like the first five to ten minutes, I was thinking like, okay, are we just going to go with like, because they dropped the F-bomb and their cartoons, that's supposed to be funny? And it did feel like that at times where they dropped it a little bit too much and it was just like, oh, we're cartoons and we're saying the F word, so we're hilarious. And it's like, no, that's not really funny. You're just saying the F word. Like, we hear that all the time. Um, so <laughs> I, I did think there was a little bit too much of that. And um, I, I don't know. Did you, do you agree with that? Did you notice that at first or did it bother you at first? I thought they were trying too hard at some points to be mm-hmm. funny, and it didn't hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like With most comedies, you're going to have a lot of hit and miss. Like Comedy is the most subjective thing, especially when it comes to movies. So, so a lot of jokes are going to work for you, and a lot of jokes aren't going to work for you. And I do think that in this movie, it's definitely going to divide people. Um, because they do. Like It's pretty, like fast humor like there's not too many slow moments when it comes to the humor or at least what they are trying to get humor so when you try to make as many jokes as you're making of course some more are gonna miss than when you spread out your jokes yeah it just makes sense to me i feel kind of different on that because oh really yeah because to me the movie kind of slowed down with it a bit okay yeah that's one of my negatives i think that this movie came off cross like as a really comedic movie Mm -hmm. and then i feel like we slowed down for a good portion of it i I guess i like but but i did actually like understand why they did it so it's not like a huge negative on my part but i do understand why they did it. see i didn't mind the story as like i do think that it kind of went off in too many directions at at a point um, but overall, I actually kind of liked the story. So for me, like when it had those slow moments and like, like I said, I don't, to me, they weren't slow because they were still messing with that just subtle premise based humor to where they're talking like you, you have this, um, alcoholic beverage that's talking and it's just like <laughs> and then they're saying some things where you're just like oh my gosh that of course the alcoholic beverage is saying that <laughs> like, and then they, they start smoking things and you're just like what is going on <laughs> um but anyway let's move on um to me where i think the movie overall had its biggest issue was that it didn't have a consistent style of humor at first, it was just flat out, it was a raunchy comedy. And it definitely, you can we can agree that this was a raunchy comedy in the first act, at least, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what it was going for. And that's fine. Like, I can I, I can watch raunchy comedies. That's, that's <laughs> fine with me. But then, towards the end of the second act, they go complete absurdist humor. Where it's like, this is completely ridiculous and we know it. And we're going to make you laugh because of how absurd this is. That that's what they were going for, to like to the point where like a little. I'm not going to spoil anything, but a little bit of a certain drug sent somebody over the top, and you're just like, I don't know if that much of the drug would do that to a person. But it's an animation movie, so you but have to but still, that. but I, that's what I'm saying. But they still went so over the top to where it was just like, what is happening? 
And that's fine. Like, cause one of my favorite companies of all time is Zoolander and that's complete, complete absurdist humor. I, that, that's fine, but be consistent about it. And that's what I'm saying. And then they didn't even finish with absurd, absurdist humor because the last, not the last scene of this movie, the second to last scene of this movie is complete. It's the definition of raunchy comedy. And it is the reason the lone, not lone reason, but the, biggest reason that i'm saying parents please for the love of god do not see this <laughs> yeah the last your like five movie. minutes last like five it is com- and that's completely raunchy so that's what i'm saying it went from raunchy to absurdist to raunchy and i'm just like whoa like pick what kind of movie you want to be and that was my biggest issue i was like what what kind of movie are you? what kind of comedy are we here so i i don't know if you it sounds like you disagree with me a little bit here um i mean it I wasn't. It didn't necessarily bother me, the, like the different types of comedy they were really going for. In a sense, I mean, I, as long as I had a good time with it, it's really it's what I had. But it threw me off because, like, when they went to the absurdist, I was just like, w- w- it just because we weren't doing that before. Like, you were actually sticking to, oh, the like, yes, these food, the, these food items are um, sentient, but they have no actual effect on the real world. To the the second the end of the second act where they the food items were doing things that were affecting the real world and you're like okay that's absurdist because you're having the food <laughs> item affect actual what's happening in real life and then but before you weren't like it's, it wasn't consistent that's all I'm saying yeah I can agree with that that at least it wasn't consistent yeah um, yeah 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 I can see <laughs> okay, now and, I can see like I'm thinking about it I'm like ah yeah, I can see where he's coming from. And another thing that wasn't a little, like, it was just a little thing. And this is not something I'm going to hold against the movie too much. A lot of the items that were sentient or, like, were talking and things like that were not consistent. Like, one time it would be, like, a piece of gum that was talking. And then, or a douche, as it was called, <laughs> that was talking. But then, like, you would pass something that you would think, oh, so if this was sentient, then this has to be sentient, too. And it's like, oh, no, it's not. And that's just a little thing where they weren't consistent as to what was actually sentient. <laughs> it, was just, it was something that I was also watching, and I was like, wait, why? if this is talking, why can't this talk? Yeah, you know? I was thinking the same thing. Like, with the pizza? Yeah. <laughs> I was just, just, like, just like, okay, but... There's cheese to make pizza, and then there's pepperoni to make the pizza. So why aren't they talking? Like, what happened? Like, were they dying for you to like become yeah, alive? Like, exactly. What the heck happened? And I know we're putting a little too much thought. Into it. it sounds like we're, making, but as you're watching it, it does. You have these questions. And you're like, well, are you going to explain this? Like, what is happening? Um, but I, I think I'm saying what is happening a lot for this review. But that's how I felt while I was watching the movie, especially at towards the end. I was just like, what is going on? Yeah, right the end of the movie. I'm just like, damn. Um, anyway. <laughs> that's, that's why you're rated. That's why you're rated R. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that part alone, like, it's not okay. People ask me saying, "It's like Oz, what do you think about the movie?" It's like, I'm just like, I mean, it was I, funny, I, yeah, but I have no idea. I'm just like, you need to prepare mentally, prepare for that last <laughs> act because that's <laughs> um, never in my life I thought I would ever see. Okay, that. <laughs> something we kind of mentioned before in our positives was the. The offensiveness of this movie. And I think they tried to do a thing where... And some people can do this effectively. And I don't think this movie necessarily did it effectively. Was they tried to offend everybody so that they offended nobody. You know you know what I'm saying? So like where you try to hit every single racial stereotype so that 
it doesn't look like you're being racist because you're being racist to everybody. And while I get that idea, I don't think it necessarily worked because there were times where I was like, okay, that was really racist. (laughs) Like, that was offensive. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Uh, So I do think that that's an issue in the movie that needs to be addressed. Like, it's it's racist at times. It's pretty offensive. (laughs) It's pretty... I mean, it's really funny, but but it's really... Like, it's really offensive. Like, if, if you can't... Be honest with yourself here. If you cannot take racial jokes, then don't this, see movie this movie is not the movie for you because it's pretty racially offensive. <laughs> like, there's one joke that's standing out to my mind. I'm, I'm laughing at it because it's funny, but um, it's still offensive. It's really offensive, yeah. but it's funny. That's that's the thing. That's the thing. You have to have thick skin to see this movie, and you have to like just say, okay, they're going after everybody, so whatever. Yeah. Um. But that's something that does need to be said. Um, lastly, there are a lot of puns in this movie. And if, it didn't bother me at times because it was, a lot of it was clever. Where you're like, oh, okay, that was pretty clever. Because like, <laughs> what I've been praising this movie for is how clever it is at times. Yeah. But there were a lot of times where I was just like, okay, that was like one too many puns there. <laughs> like, you could have ended that sentence without the pun and I would have been just... but. Again, if you like puns, you're going to be happy with it. Comedy is a hard thing to rate for us because it's so subjective. So that's my issue with rating comedy. But do you have any more negatives? That's it. All right. Well, Ozzy, what is your rating for Sausage Party? I give it a 7. Oh, really? I'm actually higher than you. I wasn't expecting that. I'm at a 7.5. I mean, I had had fun in this movie. It wasn't my favorite comedy of the the year, but I did have fun in this movie, and I do recommend that you guys see it if you guys can take jokes. Yeah. Um, My experience with this movie was, like, the beginning of the movie, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this, because, like I said, it was going to just, like, oh, we're cussing in, we're cartoons, so we're funny. But then it started getting to the story and the cleverness of like with a comedy that they're trying to go for and i was just like all right this is really good and i was actually really liking it. i was thinking this might be my favorite comedy of the year by the second act i was like this is really good and then some of the ideas they played with with like how a human could see these um these things i was like this is really good and then the second and then the end of the second act happened where they switched up the style and i was like okay and then it went off the rails in this the last act. The like be- the last two minutes, like two, three minutes. You're just like, I was just like, what is happening? <laughs> and although like it was definitely shock value, but it's still like, it was, it was, it was over funny. the top comedy. Yeah. It wasn't like you were dying laughing. But yeah. You were laughing. I just like, what the hell is going on right now? Uh, yeah. I'm just thinking but- about like the actors in the room actually died. <laughs> <laughs> like, but um, whatever. Anyway, the <laughs> last thing I will bring up when it comes to this movie and what kind of brought me down from it being my favorite comedy of the year was actually the very end of the movie. Yeah, the very end. That's what the, I'm talking no, about. Like the but, very end. Uh, no, like the very, very that's, end. That's what I'm oh, really? About. Okay. Yeah, like the very, very, very end. Like okay. All this stuff <laughs> down. We probably sound so annoying <laughs> because we're trying not to spoil anything. I'm sorry, but I don't want to spoil anything. But they do. They kind of take it an extra step where you're just like, um, see, I get what you were trying to do here, but it was a little too meta for my taste. Uh, because the rest of the movie wasn't really meta, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for me, for for it to be like a really great comedy, I have to be consistently laughing. Mm-hmm. 
this didn't have me consistently okay. laughing. That's fair which enough. Which is why, I, which is why I said a seven because the trailer okay. had me dying laughing. I was okay. just like, "What the heck? Fair this is going to be great." Fair enough. Um, so Mike and Dave need wedding. They just still my favorite comedy because it had I me. I think consist- it is mine too. Yeah, because it had me consistently yeah. laughing throughout the movie. All right, uh, let's move on to <laughs> a completely different kind of movie. <laughs> we're going from a movie that we're begging you not to take your kids to to now a movie that we're take saying your children to this movie. Uh, definitely take your kids to this. I think your kids might enjoy this movie more than you will, even though I still have fun with this movie. So, Pete's Dragon. Let's get into it. Ozzy, what are your some of your positives? Start starts off. Um, Pete, played by uh, forgive me if I don't pronounce your name right, Oaks Fegley. I think he did a pretty good job in this movie. Um, he plays Pete, and like I said in the beginning of my statement, he plays Pete, and mm-hmm. I think he does a really good job um, really showing that he really does not have, like, he doesn't know how to communicate with people well. He's been out in the wild for a while, so I do think he does a great job at showing that. That's that's, that's what I'm starting this off with. Um, I definitely do have a praise for him as well. The to me, I thought he was the best part of the movie. I thought that kid was really good, and not only that, but he had instant chemistry with everybody he was on screen with. Yes. Um, he, the dragon, he makes you, and this is another one of my positives, you care about this dragon in this movie. Yes. And he is part of the, one of the biggest reasons you care about him, because their relationship, and like, obviously he's not, there's no actor there that he's actually having physical chemistry with on the screen, but it just comes across so well, and he did a, such a great job, like actually reacting to probably basically just like a green screened puppet thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, like, he actually did really well, and he had great chemistry with the um, other little kid actor in that. I can't mm-hmm. remember who it was. I think she was in Bat Moms. Isn't that the same girl? I think so. Um, but she was. But he had great chemistry with her. He even had really good chemistry with Bryce Dallas Howard, which we'll get to her in my negatives. Um, what tease? <laughs> Wow. Um, We're going to have, we differ there. Okay. All right. Um, But I thought he was one of the better parts of the movie. Like I said, instant chemistry with anybody who was on the screen with. Yeah. Um, Like like you said, uh, definitely had great chemistry with Elliot and Pete. Mm -hmm. Um, To me, most of the, the, to me, they casted pretty well. Bryce Dallas Howard did great. Robert Redford did great. We're going to get to your negative for Bryce Dallas Howard in a second. (laughs) Wes Bentley did great, and Carl Urban did a good job um, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some negatives well, for the Wes Bentley and Bryce Howard stuff, but I'll get to that in okay. negatives. Um, and I'm just going to say this. The chemistry between Robert Redford and Bryce Howard was also good. I like that chemistry personally. I don't know about that. <laughs> and along with the chemistry with uh, Pete, I really did like the chemistry. That, that's what I was like. But I think for me, Pete was the reason why, like, it takes two to have chemistry. So I'll give that relationship to her, but we'll get to her. Um, Um, All right. For me, the biggest positive of this movie, it's where the movie won me over, was the last act of the movie. Um, It was, that was everything I wanted the movie to be. It was, it felt magical. It felt adventurous. It felt big. I was just enjoying everything that was happening in the last act. It was just so entertaining. Just that, that's the only way. To, it was just entertaining. You're watching it and you're like, this is awesome. Um, even like, and this was another, like, there was a kid sitting behind us. Like, there were a lot of kids in the theater when we saw this. There was a kid sitting behind us who, in the middle of the last act, when like the big climactic thing was happening, 
this little kid yells, I love this movie. And I'm like, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's so cool. And I think for a lot of kids, this is going to be like one of their favorite movies ever. And I can definitely see that. And for the last act, I really loved the last act of this movie. It was kind of what, like I said, it was what won me over and what was like, all right, this is really good. Yeah. Another thing I want to mention, um, the this for this type of movie, it actually had pretty good cinematography. Yeah, um, I thought it was shot really well. I did have a little bit of issue with the CGI, just a little bit. Yeah, but that's, I think that's, it fit, that's my negatives. I think it fit but, for the movie. Yeah, like um, it wasn't trying to be some CGI revolutionary yeah, thing. I mean, when, it when, was fine when we're looking at like the setting of it. Which, by the way, I thought the locations that they yeah. shot was actually pretty good, pretty beautiful. Um, and and just some of the overhead shots. I thought those shots were great, and I uh, just want to give praise to the, to the movie and to the director who who shot those shots. Uh, I, I'll agree to ex- an extent. Yeah, I we'll think get the CGI, to, yeah. which I think we can get start transitioning yeah, okay. to a negative That's, if we get yeah, here. Yeah. Um, the CGI was with, with Elliot was kind of what brought me down in a sense. Okay. Because I didn't, I thought they could have did better. It's a Disney movie. We saw BFG. I thought BFG CGI was pretty decent. So agreed. I think I that thought, was a little bit better. But so I thought the CGI for this movie could have been cleaned up a bit. Um, I I I think it fit for the movie. For me, it didn't bother me. I was just like, this is what this movie is. I I'm fine with that. To me, the bigger issue was. And it's not really an issue because as the movie progressed, I kind of just accepted it and and just it, it was fine the look of the dragon at first i was like what kind of dragon is this yeah because um it's just it's not why. a traditional looking dragon and i get why like i, I like I completely agree. I understand why they changed up the look of the dragon because you don't want it to be frightening for a kids movie but um I, I and I did get used to it as the movie went along, so it's not that big of a negative, if at all yeah, I mean, he's um, a cute dragon i mean i had a cuddle with him, but I mean it's just for for me, um, not threatening. W- going back to what you were saying about the cinematography, um, some and this is goes beyond the cinematography, but it's a little bit in that some of the there's a lot of cheesy moments in this movie. Uh, there's some moments where you're just like where a character turns around and the camera zooms in on their face and they're like, let's go hunting. It's just like, okay, come on. (laughs) Yeah. But I understand why they did it. I mean, I'm not going to cut it any. I, I I do because yes, I obviously this is kids movie. So whatever, it doesn't really matter for them, but I still have to judge it as an adult and as myself. So yes, there were a lot of cheesy moments in this movie and a lot of the way that, and this goes to the cinematography, but a lot of the way that some of these characters were framed in, like, in the frame to where they're directly in the middle and they're looking at the camera saying these lines, I'm just like, okay. Like, <laughs> this makes it even more cheesy than it already is. And for me, that kind of threw me off at, at a lot of points in the movie. Okay. All right. Um, do you have any more negatives or... Um, I got, well, I know we're going to get to Bryce Dallas Howard. Let's but. get into her right now. I okay. thought the only negative I really had for her was just the relationship between her and Wes, um, her fiance. It was not developed at all. Uh, exactly. I feel like that the whole relationship did not need to happen. Like, she could have been single, whatever. It, it, I think that the story could have been the same. Yeah. I didn't need her to be with him, in a sense. Because like, it was just... I felt sort of pushed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they would show, like, oh, like they're together. And I was like... I mean, we don't really need that because mm. 
I, I didn't. Just, it didn't. You didn't care about didn't it at care all. Didn't care about it, and they, it wasn't. The movie didn't developed. make a big deal out of it at and all. They never either. addressed it either. Yeah, I know it's. Just, I know it's a gripe of mine, but I'm. I'm just saying it did not. Yeah. Um. Need I, to be I'll there. agree with that. But I'm going to get into my bigger negative with Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, I've seen a couple of movies with her now, and I'm just not a fan of her. I'm I'm not. She to me, I describe her as low rent or discount Jessica Chastain because she looks like Jessica Chastain, but she's not anywhere near as good as Jessica Chastain. Oh, <laughs> you're just being really mean right now. She, she, that's, I'm sorry, but I just don't think she's that good of an actress. I think. There's a lot of times where she just comes off as cartoony, and it could be the movies that I've seen her in. Who knows? But I just don't buy her in a lot of the movies I see her in. I'm just like, you just seem like you're a little bit overacting, but at the same time, like, you're not selling me at all. So it just, you just seem silly. I mean, for this movie, getting into characters and stuff like that, Carl Urban, I think he's a great actor. Okay. But his character, for me, I did not like whatsoever because they wrote him like a class A douchebag. So <laughs> I just did not like him. I'm just like, yeah. this is a stereotypical douchebag. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at it from Pete's perspective, he's looking at her like this is like a mom type figure. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they wrote her for was like a motherly type figure. Yeah. And I, and I think she played the part well. Um, I don't. <laughs> I think she did for what they wrote her for. I'm not going to sit here and call her horrible. Like I'm not. Are. No, I'm not calling her a horrible actress. I just don't think she's good. <laughs> I'm not saying she's horrible. I'm just like, she didn't distract me because she was so bad. Bryce <laughs> Dallas Howard, I think you're good. Well, I'm I know. say you're okay. great, but you're good. What, you're concerned we're never going to get her on this podcast? Whatever. <laughs> I need you to come to this podcast and prove them wrong, okay? <laughs> anyway, um... I, I just, I don't know. I've never, I'm just, at this point, I've established I'm not a big fan of Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, He's going to change his mind in a year. So okay. It's going to be fun. Sure. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we'll go watch Jurassic <laughs> World and tell me how awesome she was in that. Um, anyway. You can't, it's, again, it's the way that the characters are written. You can't blame an actor for what. What can you blame an actor for, in your opinion? No, I'm just saying. Like, okay, I'm not actor, saying okay. how she was written. I'm mm-hmm. saying that she gives a cartoony performance. I'm not saying her decisions were cartoony. I actually like how her character was written. I do think it was written actually quite well. But I think her performance was very like, oh, I'm this good person. And, oh, you're so silly. And it's like, uh, what? Like, you're just acting so cartoon. And it's like, all right, whatever. Anyway. I, guess I can see where you're coming from with a bit of the cartoony niche. Yeah. The, and it's not whatever. Of, like, it's not a huge negative with me, but whatever. Uh, for me, it is. Whatever. All right. Um, actually, another one. This is kind of what was making me, like what I like how I said the third act was what sold me on the movie. The first two acts are what was making me like, I I don't know. Like, they were just, I didn't, the story was really slow, and it was just kind of boring in the first two acts, for me at least. Mm -hmm. Did you feel that? Yeah. The only reason why I'm, like, cutting it slack is just because it's a kid's movie, but yes, it was very slow. See, but that's the thing. Like, it's a kid's movie. you got to keep kids' attention. (laughs) And I don't think it necessarily was like it wasn't giving my attention so i don't think it's gonna be able to keep kids attention like there were there was a point in this movie where i was like is anything really gonna happen like i I don't know i was just like it wasn't engaging me i was having fun watching i guess pete and dragon but then there's a point where they get separated obviously like and it's just like okay now i'm kind of like i don't really care about them separately (laughs) but (laughs) together I, i don't know it was just it it 
was boring in the first two acts and that's when i was just like what is happening like what are we doing here but then the third act happens and i'm just like oh this is great but i do think there was enough in the first two acts with the characters that kept me from like full-on not liking the first two acts (laughs) um so yeah do you have any more negatives no, that's about All it. All right. Yeah. Well, how about you give us your score? I'm at a 7.3, man. Okay. Um, we're in the same range, actually. Um, I'm at a 7. Huh. Like, yeah. I, like I said, the, the third act completely sold me. It was, that was the... I think if, if a movie can finish strong, that is much more important than the beginning of the movie. Because it leaves you on a better note. And I think this movie finished as strong as it possibly could. And that is why it is at a 7 for me. It's okay. a good movie. Take your kids to see it. I think you'll have fun with it, and and I definitely think your kids will have fun. Your kids will have fun with it. Yeah, I agree. If you have kids, if you don't have kids, well, what? then I don't, I don't know. Go see it if you want. If you're bored one day, just <laughs> rent it on HBO or something. <laughs> True, well. when it comes up, <laughs> <laughs> or Stars. I think Disney has a deal with Stars right now. Um, anyway, uh, do you want to move on to Indignation? No, I don't want to. <laughs> Let's get it over with, man. All right. Um, indignation. I'm going to start us off here. I did not like this movie. Oh, wow. I'm just going to say it. I wow, did not like this movie. Wow, can't even start with the positives, no. Carlos. Um, <laughs> do you I, even have any positives? Yeah, yeah, I do have positives. <laughs> like, it's not... I didn't actively hate this movie. I don't think... It, overall, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's forgettable. Like, it exists. It's it, It's there. I think there's some good things about it, and there's definitely some bad things about it. And But there's just nothing that I'm writing home to mean, like, you have to go see this movie because of this. There's really one great scene in this movie, and that's what I'll start with. There is moments of great writing in this movie. Just great. And there is a scene between um, Logan Lerman's main character, I can't remember the character's name, and the dean of the school. Uh-huh. Like, the head of the school. And... There's a scene between those two in the dean's office that is brilliantly written. I was glued to the screen while I was watching it. And I was just like, this is what the entire movie should have been. These two going back and forth about different ideas, different um, viewpoints of the world. This is what I want to see. And then the rest of the movie is just like nowhere. It pales, pales in comparison. Um, but anyway, that is one of the biggest positives. That one scene, I, I was locked in. Um, but other yeah, than that, one of your favorite scenes of the year, if I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> one of your favorites? Or no, one of yours. Mine? Well, how do you know what's one of mine? But I'm just saying, I mean, you're praising this. I, I love that scene. scene. <laughs> um, all right. Well, how about you get into your positives? Cause maybe you have a little bit more than I do. Uh, I don't know about that, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say that they really respected the time period mm-hmm. in the movie. There's a lot of stuff going on, um, talking about war, and this is where um, sexual stuff is starting to happen in this age. Yeah. Um, so I thought they really they really hit that, in a sense, really well. Um, and they really respected, at least, for, like, where they were, anyways, like, with the accents and stuff like that. Um, another positive of mine is Logan Lerman's performance. I thought he would have... I thought he did a pretty All the performances. I did like most of the performances in this movie. I, yeah. Um, Logan Lerman was great. Uh, crap, what's the girl's name? Um, yeah, you looked that up, but she was on 11-22-63 as well. And I, I thought their chemistry was actually pretty decent. And the, just the acting in general, like I've already said, the Dean 
I, I loved, I really liked his performance because most of the time when he's on the screen, yeah, he's Sarah so Gadon, if that's how you okay. pronounce her name. Um, yeah, she was fantastic. Um, like I said, check her out on eleven twenty two sixty three. That's a really good show from the um, from this year. But I I did really like the performances in this movie. Um, Logan Lerman, he was one of the front runners for playing Han Solo, young Han Solo. But um, and now after seeing this, I'm kind of a little a little upset that he didn't get it. But I haven't seen the other guy in anything because I didn't. I missed Hail Caesar earlier this year, so I need to check that out. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I completely agree with the performances. Um, what are some of your, or more of your positives? I thought the chemistry between Logan and, and Sarah were actually some of the best parts in this movie. Mm-hmm. I just wish that, and then I'm going to, I don't, if it's okay if I transition into our negatives now, um, or you have a positive. I, one more thing. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll just, we'll all right. Talk. Okay. All right. We'll get to that. Um, for me, one of the best parts of this movie was actually kind of, how layered the characters were, especially your two leads. The rest of them are kind of, Yeah. But the two leads, I do think there were a lot of layers to them, and I do think that because they were both so layered, their characters were able to intermingle very nicely in the story. Um, And, again, like they were the best part of the movie, just watching them together. Um, That was the best part of the movie. Yeah. That's that's heading into my negatives. Okay, good. Um... I really love the chemistry between Sarah and Logan, but the problem is that this movie that we just personally to me, I did not get enough of them um, together, to be honest with you, because seeing the trailer, it's mainly, which is what got me. It's really him trying to figure her out. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's only part of the movie, to be honest with you. So it's mainly just about him trying to fit into the school and, the problem with how his character is written, he's kind of written in, in like an inhuman way. So it's, we don't really relate to him. Agreed. You, you care about the stuff that happens to him in a sense, but you don't really care about, like, you can't really relate to his character and a lot of things. Like, you don't relate to the way he thinks and everything else. But the thing that I can say is that at least you do care for some of the circumstances that are happening in his life. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up about him. You're just not caring about his character. Cause I completely agree. Like he was just so inaccessible, like inaccessible as a person. Like you're just like, I, you're thinking on a completely different, uh, in a completely different way than everybody else that I know. And that I think, yeah. so it's hard for us to relate to how you're thinking and understand how you're thinking. And I don't think they did a very good job of kind of conveying that. So you're just, instead of being in awe of how, about how he thinks, you're kind of just confused. It's like, why are you doing that? Like, I don't think it was portrayed how they wanted it to be portrayed. Yeah. And that's kind of another thing that kind of leads into my biggest negative. It's, I just, I don't know that this movie knew what it wanted to be and what it wanted to say. Or I think it knew what it wanted to say, but I don't think it knew how to say it. Because there's a lot of points in this movie where just things happen and you're just like, so that happened. And I think they were trying to say something about it, but they just, like, didn't address it at all. So it kind of just was there. Like, uh, something happens on Logan Lerman's character and, what's her name again? Sarah, Sarah Goldon. Sarah Goldon's character's first, on their date. And some, some it just happens. And you're just like okay like 
And I think it was supposed to be this big moment in the movie, but it just doesn't feel like it. it I don't think it meant to us what it was supposed to mean in like what it meant in the writing, because I don't think they just, they portrayed it how it was supposed to be portrayed. Like just, I didn't feel the impact of what just happened. Yeah. There are moments in this movie where a character will say something and it'll try to like, it'll, it'll cause, it'll cause um, a bit of confusion for Logan, but it's just, they don't, address it yeah like i remember there's this scene where a friend of his addresses something to him and i'm thinking like oh crap like this is gonna hit the fan it doesn't like it's not addressed throughout the whole entire movie i'm just like there's no point in adding that yeah because it's they're fine the next scene together yeah and it just they casually bring up all these different issues like it they talk about race and um, like racism in this time and um the war, like the different complexities of the war, but they just talk like they mention it. And it's like, no, go into, like, if you want to talk about that, that's fine. Talk about it. But you just mention it and that's not enough. Like you do, you're just saying that, oh yeah, racism existed in this time. Okay. Do you have anything to say about that? Or are you just saying that it was there because we knew that? Um, Anyway, <laughs> that was one of the biggest things that frustrated me. I was like, what? Like, I thought this was supposed to be, like, about something. Um, but anyway, do you have any more negatives? Um, no, that's really it for me. Um, I, I, I'll finish then. The, this kind of, maybe this was because of the inaccessible character of Logan Lerman, but I just found a lot of the story uninteresting. I was just like... I don't really necessarily care about what's happening because I don't care about the lead. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if it was because of that or I don't know if it's just because of the story, nothing necessarily happens in the story until like the very end. And even that just feels anticlimactic. Um, and I do think that that also has to do with the narrative structure of this movie. Like they show you something at the beginning and you're just like, okay, and then it switches, and then you're, you go through the entire movie, and then they address those these two different things at the end, and you're just like, I'm not quite sure how this connects to the rest of this. Like, I don't th- again, I don't think they knew how they were tr- what they were trying to say or how to say it, and they just didn't know how to sh- edit or structure this movie at all. To and maybe this goes into them not knowing how to say what they wanted to say. I don't know. But it was just really frustrating to watch because I do think there was a lot of potential here because of the performances and because of some of the writing. Yeah. It just blew it. And I, I I don't know. Coming out of this movie, I was like, it was just kind of bad, actually. But the more I think, the the performances were really good. And the more I think about that one scene, I was like, that's what the entire movie could have been. Um, So it kind of balances out, I guess. But uh, all right, I'm just going to get my rating unless you have a, another Go negative. Ahead, man. I'm at a five, five out of ten. Five out of ten. Yeah, it's just so there. Like I'm not gonna see it again. I'm not gonna tell anybody to see it. I'm not gonna tell anybody not to see it. It's just, it's there. Whatever. Yeah, I'm at a, I'm at a five point five. Okay, five point five. I knew you'd be a little higher than me, but uh, it, it is what it is. It's I, it, we're both in the same range. We're both in the. It's kind of forgettable range. Yeah, I mean, it's forgettable. I mean, if. I yeah. Mean, yeah, it's, it's one of those date movies you can go see, to be honest with you. Bored. Mm, I don't know about that. It got a little depressing at times. <laughs> hey, 
Y'all know what I mean. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've moved on from the our indignation review and the basically all our reviews now, let's get into the Rogue One trailer. Um, Ozzy, what did you think of this full first full trailer for Star Rogue One, a Star Wars story? Um, I, I'm pretty excited, man. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you; it's it's definitely a different. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It's definitely a different take on this. On, on this franchise, this it's, universe. it's in different, yeah, in this universe, and it's a different take on on the story. Um, we're getting, uh, you know, we're like I said, we're getting a different story, and I'm really interested to see what really happens in the story. It's I'm saying it's basically setting off where it's just Imperial and Imperial Empire. Correct me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Um, it's still the, the Empire at this point. Yeah. yeah, it's taken over, and it's it's crazy. People are just wondering like what's going on, and I'm interested to see like what's to, to see like this world that they've really set up. Because yeah. we saw we saw the you know obviously the Imperial is still in control in, in the Force Awakens. Well, First Order, it's different, but yeah, it's, but, yeah, 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 in the sense. But um, but you know, this is really what we're getting like a brand new take on the Imperial. Yeah. The thing to remember about this movie is, um, it obviously it takes place right before episode four. So, and in the opening crawl of episode four, it talks about how the rebellion has just won its first major, major victory again. Like it talks about that and they stole like some spies have stolen the plans of the Death Star and it's about that line. But you also have to remember the line before it. The rebellion has just won their first major victory against the empire. And that is extremely important. Like, this is not a good time in the... Like, the Rebellion exists at this point, but they're not winning, or they're not in a good place at all at this point in this universe. Like, the Empire is still at its strongest, and they're dominating this pseudo-war. Um, And this is about, like, the spies still in the Death Star, but also that first battle. Or that first major battle that the, re- the rebellion wins, and that this is such it. They've kind of been trying to get you to remember that this is a war film because there are a lot of rumors flying around that oh Disney's trying to ch- the reshoots are happening. Disney's trying to change it. It's not going to be as much of a war film. This trailer was a reminder. This is a war film. <laughs> it feels like a war movie, and it just you looked like visually. You're just like, oh my gosh! Like you yeah, never think is, of Star Wars like this. Like yeah, I mean, it, we're really grounded in a sense in this in this movie in this app in this universe, and it does really look like a Star Wars. Yeah. Literally speaking, like yeah. a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Um, they really make the title. Like it, implicit here is like guys, literally, this is the Star Wars film, like literally. So I'm really interested in seeing and seeing that because I don't think we've ever gotten like a like a legit war. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen like uh, these both sides really going at it. Agreed. So I'm really excited to to really see that in this movie. Um, they do give us more on some of the characters in this, and that's what I really did like about this. And they kind of, yes, this is going to be a war film, but they also gave us a little bit of the humor. And I did like that they, it was a little bit of a callback to C-3PO saying, like, telling Han the odds of them surviving the asteroid field, and yeah. then Han being like, never tell me the odds. Like, it was a little bit of a callback to that with the, um, with the 
droid telling them like the odds of failure is like 96.7 and then the guy's like he means well and i thought that's actually really funny and it instantly i'm like i'm going to love this freaking droid already yes um and i do think they they also got into the oh crap what's the her the other guy i can't remember the character's name i know star wars people are going to kill me online but whatever <laughs> um but the other guy who's basically like her partner in all of this mm-hmm. he uh, they did get into his character um a little bit more and kind of the dynamic between the two of them um felicity jones obviously i'm very much looking forward to felicity jones i think she's one of the best actresses young actresses there is in hollywood right now and i'm so happy she's in star wars um but anyway and they also got into Donnie Yen's character, the blind guy, who yeah. he just kicking butt and taking names in this yeah, movie. I mean, I didn't know he had the Force in the teaser, but apparently I think he does. I, I don't know. He's, he's definitely not a Jedi. Well, I mean, I won't say that, but it doesn't seem like he's a Jedi. He's blind, which it kind of, like, uh, spoiler alert for Rebels Season 2, but... Uh, so I'll get 15 seconds. I'm going to talk spoilers for 15 seconds for rebel season two, but Kanan goes blind in rebel season two. And that kind of, for a second, I was when they first announced that there was going to be a blind character who may or may not have the force in rogue one. I was like, is that Kanan? But I don't think it is anyway. No spoilers. No more spoilers. Um, (laughs) I, I do think I, he came across as just really BA and I'm like, I'm really looking forward to his character now yeah. more than even in the first trailer where they showed him in action, but they didn't tell us anything about him. And I think the few lines that we got from him in this trailer really told us what he was all about. We still don't have, I mean, we know the basic premise of the story, obviously. We still don't have a lot of the details, which I'm fine with. Um, I do think Lucasfilm needs to be aware. We're still five months out, but Lucasfilm needs to be aware that there are still a ton of people who are unaware of the time period this movie takes place and are unaware that this is not episode eight so they have to be very aware of that in their marketing going forward um and speaking to that as well i am very frustrated with lucasfilm's marketing at this point because we already had the celebration fiasco where they let everybody believe that there was going to be a trailer and then they have this whole thing where, oh, it's going to be released during Olympic coverage. Well, okay, sure. Olympic coverage was from, what, like 6 o'clock to midnight? Thanks? Okay, sure, it's going to be during Olympic coverage. During the six-hour period. Screw you, Lucasfilm. And not only that, I watched four out of the six hours. <laughs> Nothing. They waited until the last possible second. We were in Sausage Party watching the movie, and then the trailer gets released. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know, they're just completely abusing the fans, and I, I, I'm not happy with Lucasfilm's marketing oh, team. Boy, I know I sound like hilarious. I'm completely whining, but I don't care. <laughs> screw you guys, and screw Lucasfilm's marketing team. Uh, never gonna have a Lucasfilm rep, rep on the podcast. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. you watched TV for four hours just for this. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I was watching the Olympics, so it's not like the worst watch in the world. I was watching the gymnastics and swimming, so that's fine. But oh, it was slightly frustrating. I understand. Um. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you? Did this trailer get you more excited? Are you the same level of excitement, or what? 
I'm pretty much still the same. Okay. It's, it's, it, this, this trailer didn't really swoon me. We're really, I guess we're really even with me. Vader at the end. That kind of got me in because <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> Vader, my dog. But no, <laughs> um, no. I would say that what really swooned me was the teaser because the teaser was a completely different tone. I'm just like, what the heck type of Star Wars okay. film is this? Because it was more so. of a shock. Because this you know, kind of knew what you were expecting. Yeah, I mean, this okay. one was kind of, like, more lighter. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine. I'm not saying this wasn't a good trailer. Um, I still really I still really like this trailer. It just did not really get me out of my feet. Like, it just didn't okay. get me that, that shock out enough. of you in a sense that the teaser did. But it was still a pretty good trailer. And I've, there are rumors that Vader's actually going to be a pretty oh. BA character oh, he in is. this movie. So I'm excited for that because... I have no doubts he is. Yeah, because um, I would love to see Vader going toe to toe with somebody because we haven't gotten that in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, I I will agree with you with the trailer as a whole. I did really like the trailer. I really liked it, and I still cannot wait for this movie. It's still my most anticipated movie for the rest of the year. But this trailer didn't do anything to completely like blow my socks off and be like, "Oh my gosh, I need to see this right now." Obviously, I still can't wait for the movie because I'm a huge Star Wars fan. But there was nothing in it that completely like grabbed me and was like, "Give me your money now." You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Um, and that being said, I'm not letting myself get too like I'm I'm kind of trying to keep my excitement level at the same level it is, which obviously is still very high. But I'm not going to let myself get too excited for this movie because I've been so disappointed this year, especially most recently with Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was my mo- second most anticipated movie of the entire year, and we all know how I felt about that. Go back and listen to our last episode if you want more details on that. Um, <laughs> but so I don't want to be disappointed again so, b- the, to that extent. So I'm going to kind of keep my excitement level where it is as well as I can. Obviously, when we get close to the release, that's going to go out the window, and I'm going to lose my mind. But as of now, I'm trying to keep myself calm. <laughs> um, all right. Well, unless you have anything else to say about this trailer, do you want to move on yeah. to our recommendations? All right. Let's do that. All right. Ozzy, what are you recommending today? I am going to recommend Star Wars... The Force Awakens, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, really? that's not what I'm going to recommend. That's not what I'm going to recommend. I'm going to actually recommend, like, um, on the contrary, um, Star Trek Into Darkness. That is my... <laughs> that's so favorite. random. No, it is. No, I'm just, it is random, but I was thinking about it today for some reason. I don't even okay. know why. But um, that is arguably one of my favorite movies of that year. I think it was 2013, 2014 mm-hmm. when we came out. Uh, the trailers got me excited. I remember not like like I was holding like holding my seat. I was like, I can't wait for this movie. Um, definitely Benedict Cumberbatch and Chris Pine did that movie. The chemistry that they had it was really great. The action in that movie was fantastic. I really loved that movie. It was a great mm-hmm. movie. So I think you guys should check it out. Yeah, I mean, we definitely talked about talked about that movie on the podcast before. So definitely go see it if you haven't or check it out. If you haven't, um, my recommendation is something that I, this is another one that's going to seem random, but I'm going to explain why I'm recommending it now. Um, because I had, I, this is one of my favorite movies of that year. I, oh, it was definitely the best movie of the year it came out in my opinion, at least. And I have it on DVD and I lost it and I could not find it for like a year. And then the other day we 
kind of were moving furniture around in this house and i found it and i was like oh my gosh i need to watch this again i still haven't watched it again but i know i i'm just gonna recommend it now because it is brilliant in my opinion it's one of steven spielberg's most underrated movies um at this point i think when it was when it came out it's definitely praised but now it's become underrated lincoln um i think that movie is brilliant i think it, the best movie of that year and daniel day lewis gave one of the best performances you will ever see in the history of cinema bottom line he was incredible in that movie. You, it made you. He made you feel like you were actually watching Abraham Lincoln on the screen for two hours. It's <laughs> just like I, you're in, locked in, engaged. This is Lincoln, and I think the way they did it, and kind of instead of doing Lincoln's whole life, they focus on one specific uh, pivotal moment in his life, and I think it was brilliantly done, brilliantly written, and brilliantly acted all the way around. So, yeah. Definitely the costume design for that movie was great. The go back setting. and check it out if you have not yeah. seen it, because I'm telling you, it's one of Spielberg's best. Might be his best. Well, that's arguable. That's a whole other list. Don't forget we'll get there time. one time. Um, we'll get there one time. We'll do a Spielberg list. All right. Well, that's what we got for today. Ozzy, you want to close us out? All right, Carlos. Where can people find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cheery456. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Screenfellas. And I don't, we haven't really talked about this, Ozzy, but you, you remember Bobby? He came on the podcast for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby Whitehouse. Yeah, he came on the podcast for, what was that, our Game of Thrones extravaganza. Yes. Go back and check that out if you like Game of Thrones. Um, but he wants to be, like kind of in charge of or the head of marketing for this podcast and i'm like hey i'm not gonna fight that because he definitely promotes the podcast enough he's all over twitter tweeting it out at random people he tweets at famous people all the time (laughs) i'm just like what do you do um so i'm like all right go for it so uh he might be in charge of our instagram account once i get back to school that's Um, completely fine with me yeah but so definitely go um (laughs) follow us on instagram because things might get crazy on that instagram pretty soon (laughs) so do that and again rating it and reviewing us on itunes will help us out so much to do that please yes guys you can find me on twitter at castro ozzy seven um please guys we hope you guys enjoyed the show please feel free to listen and subscribe on itunes stitcher or soundcloud please 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 review the um podcast on itunes guys that'd be that'd be a great help to us um thank you um guys we hope you guys enjoyed the show this is screen fellas 